Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are in, well. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are in the middle of November. Uh, I'm going to blink and it'll be December, but we are doing war films. And so <clears throat> I am here with Katie and Emma. And we sat down, we watched a very interesting uh, 2016 film uh, made by an Australian bigot, but he's pretty good at making movies, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mel Gibson, he directed directed uh, the uh, World War II biographical uh, war film about a seven, Seventh-day Adventist. Uh, that Conscientious. Is objector yes uh he's in the war but he's not gonna fight and how he goes off to be one of the most ridiculous people in the war um it's pretty cool like uh when i was reading up on it i was like oh, okay so it's a true story you probably saved some people uh, no he saved like 75 people in the war at least yeah and he did just like bare minimum in in, yeah. in one in one place. Yes. Uh, in one battle. And he didn't have a gun. You know how in wars everybody no. has a weapon? He didn't. He just was awesome and did it. Uh, this movie's absolutely absurd, like how true it is and how they pulled a lot of things from real life. Uh, <laughs> there are many moments that was from Doss's like biography and stuff like that. Um, so it's funny. I know someone out there is like 2016. They like they just made a film about this guy. That's ridiculous. Why wouldn't they make one like right after the war or anything like that? They tried. Um, he's such a humble dude that he didn't want his life like made ridiculous. And you know, like he's doing flips and shooting guns and stuff. He well, he thought it would get ridiculous like that. Yeah, and it's like a whole thing about you know the people who are severely religious is like creating an false idols and all these different yeah. things. Yeah. want people looking to him yeah. in that well, manner and because he is himself so religious. He was like, nah. There were a handful of other conscientious objectors also through the war that didn't get any of the attention that he was getting and he didn't care for that either. So yeah, that was a part of him not wanting to sell his storyline or whatever it was. Yeah, but they probably didn't save 300 people in three weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, this dude's absolutely absurd. He is a beast. So a little bit into, because the way I work, um, some nights I'll just pick something to read about, like the Incredible Hulk, and it goes into gamma radiation. And then it's me looking into like, you know, power plants that exploded. And then I'm like, oh, holy shit. And, you know, radiation and how it, and so... I took steps. <laughs> My brain is that Kylo Ren meme where it's just like, more! <laughs> That's Otis's brain right now. It's just the yep. meme of Kylo Ren just yeah. yelling more. Yeah, it's Going. like Incredible Hulk and it's like, more. And it's like, game radiation, what it does to the real body. More! <laughs> more! Uh, so I looked into Hexon Ridge. And, you know, World War II, there are people that know way more than me. So I took another angle and I looked up Seventh-day Adventist religion as a whole. Um, so 
usually Sundays for Christians is that's the day of rest, you know, the Sabbath. But the Seventh-day Adventists, they count Sunday as the first day with technically like a calendar. So Saturday is their day of rest. And usually Friday nights, they prepare for rest. So they're not doing much Friday nights either. One really weird, cool, fun fact, a very famous person that was a Seventh-day Adventist, I just went crazy, John Harvey Kellogg. Oh, Is that shit. The guy that made the cereal? Yes, Kellogg. So um, I looked up a little bit about him. This is this, 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 the more. Um, he's not a good person. So um, he made bran flakes as an aphrodisiac. So he believed that making clean cereal will stop people from getting boners. Um, and he was a, a <laughs> eugenist which aren't good people to begin with. Um, he, uh, and he did a lot of, uh, this part ain't funny, but uh, he did a lot of, um, it's torture, I would say, but he did a lot of operations on people's junk to make them not be aroused in any way. Yeah. So he mutilated a lot of people. And they're like, well. Chemical castration. Yeah, uh, you'll never have a boner because I like destroyed your penis. So it's like, see, now you're fixed. Um, yeah, John Harvey Kellogg, not a good person. The idea that bran flakes cause would stop prevent boners is hilarious to me. Yeah. Like, because if I had a dick and I was in a cereal aisle, I mean, the cereal I'm getting the least bit of a chub for is definitely going to be bran flakes. Like he was right. <laughs> He I was mean, right, let's be real. I guess. Let's be real. Them Fruit Loops are going to come calling before the Bran Flakes do. Everything, every other cereal besides a plain <laughs> ass Bran Flakes. Yeah. Uh, it, Those are called shit flakes. Yeah, it's yeah. going to get my attention. It, it's it's a mess. So uh, that's the last level I went to. There's more I could have went to, but I didn't really want to read about junks being mutilated. So that's kind of where I stopped my moors. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know when he lived, but I'm sure it was connected to race in some way. Well, the eugenist part of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this film is chock full of really famous people, just like just about every, you know, war film. Most World War II uh, films. If you want a war film to work, just have everybody be famous <laughs> and then have like at least 50% of them die. That's kind of protocol. Uh, the question mark when you start watching the film is which one of these famous people is going to die? Yeah. Usually there's one that's like, ah, I got a got an old lady at home. I love her. Mm, you know, you know, dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say too much about your life. I but, just oh, had a baby. Look at this baby. That's yeah. every person in a in any film, yeah. Marvel, action, cowboy, whatever type of film. Yeah, you know, I just got married and we just bought a house and you're going to die. Yeah. You're telling me too much about your life. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah, can't can't do too much. You can't tell me anything. I just need to know that you are in this fight and that's where your head is. Keep your head on Correct. this fight. Then you'll make it through because if you tell me too much information about your backstory, you're going to die in this fight. Yes. So the main character, Desmond Doss, real guy, real humble guy, uh, is played by Andrew Garfield, the second Spider-Man. Uh, the him... amazing Spider-Man. Yes. No, I thought he was spectacular. <laughs> no, he's amazing. That's the cartoon aspect. That's spectacular. Yep. So uh, Sam Worthington's in it. He was in that shitty Clash of the Titans film. Uh, Hugo... And Avatar, right? Wasn't he the main guy in Avatar? Yes. Mm. Yes, he was. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hey, 
It's the dude from the Matrix. Vince he's Vaughn. also Red Skull. Yeah, he's funny and everything. Not uh, so much in this. <laughs> he said some funny stuff. Vince Vaughn said some funny things when he's giving everybody their nicknames. But you're right. You're <laughs> not wrong. You're not. When wrong. he's being mean and racist, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, Milo Gibson, actually, uh, Mr. Bigot, his son was in it. Uh, he was lucky for it. I don't know which one that was. Somebody that probably survived to the end. Some child. Yeah. Um, there's tons of faces that I saw in this. And Vince Vaughn was like one of the only Americans in this film. There were a lot of English folk that just do Southern accents because apparently that's the easiest thing to do. Um, but this movie is really cool. Um, that's kind of one angle you can do with a war movie. Either it's like, this is real as fuck. And these are the fun facts. Or eh, it's it's a real war but none of this should happen you know but this one's real and it's really awesome that it all this stuff happened it's a couple of things were changed like um the reasoning behind the whole gun situation was a little different but i like the movie version than the real version i'll bring it up later but yeah. uh, katie what do you think about hexar ridge i really really liked this film i'm upset that it took me fucking five years to watch this I don't really know why I missed it in 2016. I don't know what I was doing or where I was, but I should have watched it then because this is now one of my favorite war films. Like, yep. this dude's story is incredible. Um, and I hate Mel Gibson now, of course, like everybody should, but this movie is incredible. And I'm very impressed with how true to this man's real story they kept. <laughs> Because a lot of war films embellish a lot or take out a lot just for whatever reason. You know, they everybody's got their own reasons for whatever they do in films. But that tends to be the downfall of World War II films. Um, and then the historians jump in and they're like, well, this didn't happen and this didn't happen. And that was fake. And that movie's bullshit. And like, just like sit back and like take like just enjoy the fucking movie but with this one this movie you don't really have to do that because so much of it was factual and actually happened it's it would played it's like a documentary almost and even in the credits i loved the credits they had these interviews that the real desmond doss had done about the events on hacksaw ridge and this is like that's the coolest shit i've ever seen put that in all films like Yep. That's amazing. It's like what they did with Band of Brothers. Yep. Band of Brothers is incredible too. Dude. Yowza. All right. What'd you think, Emma? So sidebar, the reason we missed this in 2016 is because it came out November 4th, 2016, which is like election week. 2016. Yep. And I was too busy mourning the loss of this country. Fair. So Hacksaw Ridge and Andrew Garfield were not my top priority at the time. Fair. But I have also missed that opportunity for the last five years. And this movie is fucking great. It is so good. Like, Andrew Garfield, I loved him in Spider-Man. I did. He's not my favorite Spider-Man, but I loved him. And just to see such a different Andrew Garfield like I know that's an actor's job is they're supposed to literally be different in every role that they play 
But if you think about Robert Downey Jr. in almost everything that he's played, he has this like Lottie dot about him that's the same through everything. This was so starkly different, ha, huh, between Spider-Man and Desmond Doss that it was just so impressive. Yeah. I was I was floored. It was so beautifully done. I held my breath for the entire two hours of this movie. I was like, oh, yeah, this weekend we should go see him do uh, another 180 and go watch Tick, Tick, Boom. I'm 100% prepared to do that. Yeah. Exact thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you think, babe? Uh, it was really good. Uh, it makes sense. I didn't see it in 2016. I'm not the biggest war guy uh certain directors will get me to watch like inglorious bastards i remember seeing that around the time it came out because quentin tarantino makes really good movies that i like you know they can be wordy but there's always gonna be a scene i was like that's fucking great that was worth you know 15 <laughs> bucks um but i remember seeing previews for this and i was just like eh, i'll see it at some point and i wasn't worried about it um andrew garfield he did amazing in this his acting's really good uh, he's my least favorite Spider-Man. Um, yep. I'm adding all the animated ones and a Japanese one. He's fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, he's like the least favorite one. But um, hopefully we see him again soon uh, as Spider-Man. Hopefully. Fingers fucking crossed. Um, <laughs> I've watched several interviews of him today where people are asking him. So yep. the trailer came out. Um, are you in this movie? And he's just like, I'm a better actor than you are um, interviewer, so <laughs> we're going to change this to Tick, Tick, Boom. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So did like, y'all know I could sing? Yeah, he's like, I <laughs> will be in this movie. They're like, oh, in Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. And they're like, God yeah. damn. But uh, no, that, well, actually, in that trailer, there's a scene, uh, the lizard, he gets punched by nothing. So people are like, oh, they sieged something out. I'm like, oh my God, I've watched that trailer so many times that I'm so fucking amped yeah, for this yeah, movie. He just gets hit by nothing. I'm like, oh, like Andrew Garfield's there punching him. And I was like, I saw someone say it was Sue Storm and I laughed my ass off. Why would the Fantastic Four be in this? People huffing fucking paint. But anyway, God, it's so dumb. Why Y'all out here, Halle Berry. Sorry. Sorry, super tangent. Um, Andrew oh, yeah. Garfield, Jessica Alba, Andrew sorry. Garfield, incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, I love this movie. Um, the absurdity of war. I'm not the biggest fan. I understand war. I, I get it. I don't. I don't get it. But I understand war. Um, it's crazy. the The third act of this movie is them on a ridge, just trying to live in a wall of bullets are hitting them it's, it's crazy they they so many people died just to get one spot because that would just make everything easy it's war is absurd um so just to get some type of glimmer of hope out of that is is really really cool so uh kudos to desmond das that dude's absolutely amazing so um we'll get through the story and we'll talk about our favorite and least favorite characters so uh, this movie, uh, it is happening in Lynchburg, Virginia. And, and young Spider-Man, little Peter, uh, Desmond. His name is Desmond. <laughs> uh, little Desmond, he's uh, playing around with his brother. And uh, I've never fought my sisters like this, but I guess brothers do this kind of shit. Uh, they were going for it. They were for real swinging on each other. 
And then Desmond's like, oh my God, I'm getting my ass beat. I don't like Desmond's this. Desmond's the little brother. Yeah. He so pick, we're clear. Picks up yeah. a brick. He picks up a brick. Yeah. And just blows his shit up. And I'm like, oh my God. Or how. Uh, so you yeah, know, Hal got fucked up. The parents freak out. The dad is a vet of what war was it? World War One. World War One. So uh, he's just mentally not there and very abusive. Uh, Every person he went to war with died except for him. So yeah. he's got severe PTSD and survivor's guilt. Yeah. And back in those days, you didn't talk about it or you try drank and figure about out it. anything. So you just drank and abused your loved ones. Yep. Yeah. You know, so showing your feelings that's for the for the fairies that's so, for the you know. sissies <laughs> but um yeah uh he is very torn up about it because he's like wow i could have killed my my brother you know and he's looking at this um what is a list of the commandments right it's like this giant poster yeah it's it's some fancy ass artistic depiction of christ on the cross where they're like checking if he's dead and poking him with the spear and all around it is all the pictures depicting the Ten Commandments. Yeah. So uh, at that point, he's reading over "Thou shalt not kill," and uh, it, it this sticks with the kid. Uh, we find out later there's another thing that happened that sticks with him real good. So uh, we get a little time jump. So we just saw him crack his you know, brother's head open, but he's fine. He's still alive. But uh, Das, he is helping out in the church. His mom is. In the choir. trying to sing in the choir with her, with her friends yeah uh and he takes an injured man to the hospital he like fucks up his leg uh he's working on a car and a car falls yeah he probably had like i don't know a fucking box holding up the car you know it's not the right thing it's not a real jack and yeah falls on him which is the scariest thing that could happen so at the hospital he meets a nurse old dorothy and he is just smitten. He's got that big, dumb Andrew Garfield smile on his face. He's like, yeah. boy, howdy, are you not joking when you say big, dumb grin? Yeah. That dude stands there for 20 minutes with this just like, look on his face. He is oh. the happiest person. I understand that <laughs> moment. It was adorable. Yeah, when you see mm-hmm. somebody, you're like, wow, you're, you're fucking cool. You're <laughs> this is, so pretty. Yeah, this is fun. So, it was um, it was adorable. So we see even from the beginning that Desmond is interested in the medical field. He wants to help people out. Um, he he understands that's his way to help in the world. You know, he's not going to be the dude that gets all the kills. But if someone's hurt, he can like you know pinch off things so they don't bleed out and get them to the right people to help out and stuff. So he talks to Dorothy about that, and he's really interested in the you know medical work and stuff like that and he's really interested in dorothy and so uh they get to talking and it gets really serious so um the japanese attack at pearl harbor that happens and so america now this is their problem just like uh in robot chicken little hitler the little cartoon they did and america's just sitting in the back like not my problem and then gets his milkshake knocked over and he's like now it's my problem (laughs) Uh, Desmond's brother enlists into the army. Yep. How? Yeah, they're both in the army. And the dad is very torn up about it because he's like, I don't want people I know to die because I saw so many people die and I've seen their nice outfits get ruined by bullets. And so he's very much like, you're dead to me, you know, because you're going to be dead to me. Uh, Very depressing. And 
Desmond joins too, and he's going to be a combat medic. And so uh, I, I suppose at this point, it wasn't a set in stone rule, but it seems to be a thing that they had in the military. You could be a conscientious object objector. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which which means, and I'm gonna I got the for realsies definition. Uh, individual whose claim to rights refuse to perform military service on the grounds of freedom of thought, conscience, or religion. And so uh, there's other things that go into it. Every country has the different angles to it and stuff like that, which makes sense because American rules probably don't work in France. <laughs> and France French things probably don't work here. So well, it's uh, like Muhammad Ali was a conscientious objector for Vietnam, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he changed his well, whole that, religion that was that was it, his yeah. technical like yeah. What, he's like, oh yeah, he I'm, wasn't a deserter I'm, I'm, I'm with Islam, so I can't. Was. Yeah, he, was a he quickly hopped over, which makes sense because he he probably not w- wouldn't have come back. Uh, so uh, Desmond actually tells Dorothy that he wants to marry her. Well, actually, she brings it up because he's a little too nervous to say it. But they're gonna get married, hooray! After basic training, when he gets a little bit of leave, they're gonna get married. So uh, Desmond he joins basic training and he meets all his friends and there's always like a silly guy and a tough guy and a naked guy and you know everybody seems to be friends and stuff because you know they're all coming together for one common cause not to fucking die so uh vince vaughn is their captain no yes he's a captain drill sergeant yeah he's a drill sergeant but then later on he's just there but yeah uh so he is training them uh and just like any war movie you have your drill sergeant just you have to be the meanest just grouchiest person and he looks at everybody and you do one thing wrong that's your name forever now and yeah um, he was like channeling the what army uh arlie army arlie army yeah Yeah, from um (laughs) What's the fuck is that? Full movie? metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I still have to see that. It's rough. It's good. Uh, it's good, but it's <laughs> funny. There's there's a naked guy, and I guess he was just likes being naked. But then when the drill sergeant yeah. comes in, he's trying to get pants on. He's like, no, 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 no. You're doing all this naked because you want to be naked yeah. before. So you, you want to play like we don't gotta wear uniforms over here. You don't get to wear a uniform. Yeah, stay over there. Why you? I love that. You have such pride in yourself, son. Why yeah. cover up now? While you go through barbed wire and fucking over fences and shit. So through the training, Desmond is great at the athletic things. He's absolutely amazing. There's one guy that's real grumpy and he's like, y'all, you beat me in that race. I'm pissed off at you. But, you know, Um, but then when they start to do rifle training, everyone grabs their rifle and Desmond just kind of sits there twiddling his fingers and the drill sergeant's like, what's what's wrong, bud? You got to grab your gun. He's like, oh no, I'm I'm a conscientious objector. I don't. I was told I don't have to shoot a gun. The way he says things makes him just want to get bullied. And I I know he don't get it, but like if I was like in training, someone's like, uh, I was told I don't have to shoot a gun, and it's like, motherfucker, just get the gun. Like you're gonna get us all punished for what you <laughs> do, which happens. So the drill sergeant and the captain they can't force Desmond out officially you know with normal rules because he's not crazy um it's his religion so there's nothing wrong with him is so they have to find ways to get him out the mean way by bullying (laughs) so they work the shit out of him as Terrell would say they smoked the shit out of you um 
if they don't like you, they will just make you do inane tasks and jobs just to get you to be like, fuck this, I'm out. And they're like, all right, <laughs> we didn't do it ourselves. So um, the other people in his company, they get punished for him, which causes them to be really mean to him. So uh, he sticks with it because he wants to help out. He wants, he, he's proud of his country. He wants to help. Unfortunately, he can't do the one thing that would make everything easier, pick up a gun. Um, he actually gets beat up in the middle of the night by some of his soldier friends. And uh, later on the next day, the drill sergeant's like, well, who beat you up? And he's like, ah, I fell out of bed. They're like, you fell out of bed like that. He's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really clumsy. And it's like, are you sure no one beat the fuck out of you? Like, I know they did. I'm like, nah, I'm all right. And he's like, why are you here, man? He's like, I, I just want to help. He's like, I want to do my part. And um, yeah, he has willpower. He has willpower for days. Uh, it it sucks, man. I, I I don't know if I could do all of that, but you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not in a war. So, um, so uh, leave happens. Hooray! Uh, Desmond's gonna get to Dorothy. They're gonna get married and stuff. So in line, a um, not the captain. Yeah, well. Sam Worthington was the captain. Yes. And so the guy above him came in. Yes. Uh, he tells him like, oh, you're Desmond. You're, you're the weird one. So, um, yeah, you're not officially done with your training, so you can't go on leave. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I am done. I've finished everything. He's like, no, you didn't finish your rifle training. So I'm going to need you to uh, just show me that you can be efficient with a gun and then you can do whatever you want. And he's like, I, I, I won't. And he's like, well, do it, son, or that's that's like a court-martial, chief. So do you want to be in trouble? He's like, you will live the rest of this war in a prison. Do you want to do that? Or do you just want to, like, pick up his gun and just do this thing? And he's like, I guess I'm going to get locked up. And he gets locked up, and he misses his wedding. And um, it's the first moment of frustration from him. He's tried his best to keep hopeful and happy even though he got his ass kicked and he's been working hard but yeah he finally breaks a little bit so at his court martial he actually pleads not guilty because he ain't crazy it's just his religion um but before he sentenced his dad actually comes in old grumpy abusive dad comes in grumpy gills yeah he drops a letter from his former commanding officer now a breeder general stating that his son's pacifism is protected by the constitution and the higher-ups are like yeah he's right <laughs> the charges are dropped like um uh so captain i hope you can survive and your whole army can function with someone that's not going to fight back like god god help you <laughs> and desmond's like hooray i made it so um <laughs> Him and Dorothy get married. And Doss's unit, they get assigned to the 77th Infantry Division. And they get deployed to the Pacific Theater. Uh, during the Battle of Okinawa, uh, Desmond's unit is informed that they are going to relieve the 96th as they come in all shitty and dead. Uh, yeah, as hardly any of them come in. Yeah, and all their faces are like, that hurt. <laughs> As they and drive then away. truckload after truckload after truckload of the rest of their unit. Yes, uh, it's it's rough. So um, 
they have to ascend up and secure an embankment called Hacksaw Ridge. And so that's that's their job. 96 couldn't do it. Good luck, 77th. So um, they, during the initial climb up, uh, heavy losses on both sides. The um, the Japanese soldiers, they it's like this fog or the smoke is everywhere and they're shooting through the smoke and they seem like it's just ongoing waves and waves and they don't understand where they're coming from and it's just, it's madness. It, war is very fickle. People die so fast. It's very scary. Um, when it starts to go down, Desmond and a couple other medics from uh, other companies coming together. Uh, they tell Desmond to hide all of his signs on his body that says he's a medic because the Japanese side, they're initially targeting the medics because, and I read a little bit more about that, uh, it, it destroys the morale. If Katie's the medic and she's the one that's like, oh man, Katie's going to help me out if I get hurt out here and Katie gets her head blown off. I'm like, fuck, if we get hurt in any way, we're going to lose that fucking limb or just die out here. Uh, yeah, it's very demoral- demoralizing to see the person supposed to heal you. Just like in a video game, when you have the healer and they go down, you're like, fuck, a duck. You know, <laughs> everybody just got to fight for their lives. Um, so he just looks like a normal soldier out there. Um, and one of his squad mates, Smitty, um, he actually earns his respect. And Smitty was the mean one the whole movie that was just being old dick bag to him and so uh they actually bring up why desmond has this aversion to guns and so he brings up that one night his dad drunk and being abusive to his mom had a gun in his hand and it seemed like he was going to shoot desmond's mom and so he stops him takes the gun from his dad and he puts the gun to his dad's face and the dad's like go ahead and pull the trigger you know he's like you know i don't care and desmond said in his mind he did shoot his dad, but he didn't pull the trigger in real life. But he said he, he he wanted to, which is a terrible thing to feel. And so he doubled down on his promise to not hurt anybody else in this world uh, after that moment. And so that's why he has his aversion to guns, because he doesn't want to kill anybody. He just wants to help. Um, there are a couple of actually actors that talked about their time in the war. Um, there's a British, actually, uh, in Doctor Who uh, with Donna, Donna's grandfather. He's actually in the war, and that's why they added to his character, Wolf. And he said that I was in a war, and I did not shoot a, my gun, my service pistol at all, and I saved some people, and I'm proud that I was in the war. That actually happened. And they, he brought that up one day, and they were like, oh, that's legit. We're going to put that into your character. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Smitty and Desmond, they seem to be friends and they sleep through the night uh, in a bunkery hole that explosion happened. <laughs> and early in the morning, oh no, uh, the Japanese launch a massive counterattack to chase off the Americans, just like they did with the 96th. Um, and it actually works. Uh, Smitty gets killed and Desmond, Desmond's squad mates um, either get killed, injured, but all in all, they get left. And as the rest of the crew leave the embankment. And so Desmond stays because he's helping people. And then this is like the 
scary, cool third act of this movie. Desmond proceeds to sneak around, grab people, secure their bodies so they don't insta-die or bleed out, get them to the embankment, come up with a cool pulley system, and drop them down. So a few soldiers stayed behind because I guess you can't just leave an area alone because then there's the bad guys were like, oh, they're not here at all. Let's move forward. So I guess keep someone there. Well, they no, they were all injured. No, the guys on the bottom of oh. the car. Oh, yeah. They, they were just, yeah. They were just there. So they were they, supposed to make sure that there weren't any of the Japanese coming over the ridge. Yeah, that was, to that was try my, to get yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, that was my assumption. Um, so they see a body getting lifted down. They're like, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, cool. Somebody's still up there. Uh, or some people are still up there. And so this happens. And every time he lowers someone, he says, God, please help me find one more. Help me get one more soldier. He continues to do this all through the night, the day, and he just keeps doing it. And he actually meets back up with uh, Howell, um, his sergeant. Uh, yeah, uh, the one that trained him. He's there with the war. Vince Vaughn. Which is odd. Yeah. You sergeant know, howell i guess yeah. he wouldn't stay and just train more people he just said fuck it i like y'all a lot so i'm gonna go with you but you know that's kind of weird uh yeah, the captain's in odd. the fight too which is kind of weird too but yeah you paid sam worthington so you got to get him in, <laughs> into a couple of scenes so uh when day breaks so he spent like a legit whole day saving dragging people off and doing this uh desmond he rescues vince vaughn and they both escape so he grabbed everybody he could find hopefully and he travels through they have underground tunnels and that's how the japanese are sneaking around and like popping out of nowhere like it's magic and so he gets he dodges all the bullets all the grenades everything and he actually gets down from the ridge and so captain glover sam worthington he apologizes to desmond he's like holy shit i thought you were a big old coward for not pulling out a gun you saved so many fucking people it's it's absurd like the, the the hospital that they have the triage center is full of people that he saved and it was backed up to like yeah. they had to they were there were people waiting on the side to be triaged because he had pushed so many people over the ridge yes so to be saved so captain glover he tells him like hey we're gonna we're gonna go back up we have to get this ridge um i understand that tomorrow's saturday and that's your day of rest. So we'll give you a day and then we need you there with us. And he's like, okay. And he's like, no, you're like, you're our good luck charm. He's like, you are the, the driving force of hope with the group because they're like, well, if he's there, that motherfucker was up there all day by himself saving people. We can at least stop these bad guys. So it's just, when someone tries a little too hard, you're like, fuck, man, if they did all that by themselves, man, if we were there, we could have did more. Like, let's get back up there. Like, yeah. So um, they hop back up with reinforcements. They actually. After they pray. Oh, After yeah. He prays. Yeah, he prays for all of them. Uh, they get back up there and they turn the tide of battle. So unfortunately, it seems like the Japanese strategy from the what the movie showed. I don't I'm not saying I know anything about this. It just seemed like they went for the big push two or three days before that. And that was kind of it because they got pushed on pretty hard and they got close enough to blow up some of their embankments and their gunner spots. And then they give up, but not before Desmond drop kicks a grenade away 
from the crew and he actually gets hit and he gets some shrapnel in his leg and he actually gets taken off the field by some of his friends and uh he asks for his bible and they bring it to him and so they're like okay you've done enough bud we're, we're almost done with this so you you go you rest now and he's like okie dokie because <laughs> he's been doing a lot um but the the battle is won and they did it and so at the end we get uh photos and footage that desmond was awarded the medal of honor by harry truman uh they say he rescued 75 soldiers at hacksaw ridge um so they asked Desmond how many people he saved. And he's like, I don't know, like 50, like 50, something like that. And then people there were like, nah, man, it was like a hundred something. And so the movie, a couple of people said like 300. Yeah. Like, so, you, no, you say like 300 men. Dude. Yeah. So uh, Mel Gibson goes, let's just say you did 75. Let's just break it in the middle of the 50, 100 thing. And he's like, okay. You know, everybody, the family were like, yeah, that's fine. So, but yes, like I said, yeah. Uh, around 300 people were saved when Desmond was able to run around and grab people. So this man saved so many people, caused so many people to have children and be born. So probably thank you. Somebody out there listening right now is probably bored because this man dragged your dad off the field. So you should be very happy. Your grandpa at this point. Yeah. Your grandpa was saved because uh, a dude would, with no gun or anything in his hand with a big dopey smile, dragged your grandpa off the field. So you should be happy. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Hacksaw Ridge? Desmond Doss, man. Andrew Garfield, just, it was so good. His character was so good. His sticking to convictions in the middle of war is, like, sticking to your to your religious convi- convictions at any point in your adulthood is commendable. Sticking to your religious convictions to the point that you are willing to run into war weaponless, like that's insanity. That is, oh my gosh, Desmond Doss is true American hero, okay? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) British Andrew Garfield just played the fuck out of it. It was so good. Yep. Uh, Emma. I also said desmond i just you can't help but attach to his character and you feel every ounce of his character everything that he feels everything he's going through like his struggles when he's being held in contempt you know because he wouldn't pick up a weapon and so he's being held in military prison and he's like even then he was trying to tell himself, no, you cannot give up on this. Now you've stuck to your convictions this long. What kind of person am I going to be if I just pick up a weapon just to please somebody like that's not, that's not who I am. Like, what am I going to think of myself if I do that? And that was that whole scene when he was talking to Dorothy in that jail was painful like that hurt me to my core to watch that but my honorable mention is smitty smitty after after first act smitty because first act smitty was a little bit of a dick but after desmond got beat up and then he wouldn't rat out anybody 
and then Smitty had his back when they first went up and then, you know, they kind of had a thing like a good friendship and stuff. So that was, I liked his turnaround. So that was nice, but yes, Desmond for sure. Otis. I went with third act Desmond. So I understand his convictions and things like that, like Katie and Emma brought up, but God, it, I being, a guy, I know they had, there were women involved at World War II, right? No? Not in only, okay. only Not as nurses and telegraph. I mean, there were the office, there were the wasps who flew airplanes, but no one who, women weren't allowed to be on the ground in combat. Yeah. So yeah. coming from a person that would have probably been there and upset and grumpy about it, uh, seeing a guy like, hey, uh, I was told I'm, I don't have to get a gun. Uh, that just, and then us all getting punished, that would piss me the fuck off. I wouldn't beat him up in the middle of the night, but I'd be mad because, uh, and it, they bring it up. Vince Vaughn brings it up. He's like, so, hey, everyone look at Desmond. This guy thinks that your lives aren't important enough for him to defend you. So j- just, re- just remember that if something goes down, he will not defend you because he's just a con- conscientious observer. Just remember that he will not fight for you. And it's like, he couldn't really fight back argument wise. He's like, you're saying it, but you're saying it in a douchebag way, but that is true. I will not fight back. He's like, I'll help you out. But if someone runs in the middle of us and it's like, good luck with the fight, I can't shoot him. So um, yeah, uh, but third act Desmond's my favorite. He, cause he showed what he could do. Uh, at the beginning, we see that he's uh, athletic and he can do anything except shoot a gun. So we get to see all of that stuff, and it was really cool. He was yeah, he's like the best like runner, jumper, like yeah, he didn't climbing care. walls of everything and everyone in his class. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> like bullets were going everywhere, explosions. He just kept going forward, which is absurd because he could have should have got hit by a bullet somewhere. He was just really lucky. Uh, but yeah, the, the the last hour of the movie is absolutely amazing and. Oh my God, when he batted that grenade, when it was like at him and he just went, nope. Yeah, it, it's just Mm-mm. awesome to realize that the last 45 hour of this movie is true. Uh, when he saves a guy, uh, he uses his water to wipe all the blood out of his face. He's like, oh shit, I'm not blind. That's true. <laughs> this yeah. dude was like, I can't see. And he's like, oh shit, I'm not blind. That's awesome. And yeah. it's like, it's just all these moments that really happened. So uh, third act Desmond is thumbs up. He's like the coolest dude in the world. So correct. Hey, who was your least favorite character? Um, I couldn't remember his actual name, but the guy who got him court-martialed at the end, he was like, or in the middle, he was like the higher up, um, higher, higher than Captain Glover, higher, yeah. like the next highest up general oh, captain, yeah. whatever the Lieutenant Old whoever dude, the, that for sure wouldn't go to war. Yeah. yeah. The Colonel, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Fuck that guy. Um, I don't know. I feel like by the time he had decided to, you know, have a stick up his ass about it, everyone else in the unit had made their peace with it. Um, like Vince Vaughn understood he, and like the Sam Worthington had understood and all of his bunk mates, his entire unit had understood. Okay. Well, he's going to be, you know, he might get fucked up. But his goal here is to be a medic. That 
like he his goal is to save people and yeah okay but that guy just came in and just was like a super dick about it to the point where his dad had to literally go to the fucking like department of defense and be like yo um remember when i was in your unit back in the last world war that we had i need you to do this for my son like ugh, there's so much yeah it's so much um emma i said first act captain glover when he was that sam worthington when he was pushing to be like no i don't give a fuck what you think i yeah i believed in god too but you know what changed that people shooting at people yeah and i was like mm. so first act captain glover was not 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 it so otis uh beginning desmond like i i kind of brought up my favorite and least favorite at the same time this is is annoying man if i was if i was in basic training i'm like fuck this dude man (laughs) i can't trust him i can't trust him like i like him i'd have been like i like that dude a lot you know i'm not churchy and shit but he's a nice guy i'd be like but i can't trust him to defend me and then i'd see him drag a hundred people away i'm like god damn he's doing work out here he's Uh, doing more work than me yeah so it just it would have taken me seeing him do shit in the war and i'd be like damn i'm an asshole like that dude's trying his best out here but yeah beginning desmond would have made me mad because fuck dude we're getting smoked because this dude don't want to pick up a gun i'd be like fuck man (laughs) i want to go on leave i want to see my wife you know when i have sex you know and you know (laughs) if we all got punished like no one's going on a trip like fuck desmond oh i'd 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 have been mad but (laughs) yeah so let's do seven word synopsis so i only came up with one but it felt really good and i'll I think I'll have to explain it a little bit. So I have World War II version of Trigun's Vash. So the anime called Trigun, the main character, his name is Vash Stampede. He is classified as a humanoid typhoon. He Anywhere he goes, things explode. But he is a pacifist. <laughs> so everyone in the world's trying to kill him because they think he's a monster. But he's he actually... He has a huge bounty on his head. Yeah, but he's one of the nicest people you ever meet. So... In that world, he is trying his best to stop evil and save the world, but without killing anybody. And he actually succeeds in the show. It's really good. Spoiler. It's really old, but um, it's really, really, really good. It's it's it, it's different. Usually heroes and shows and stories, they're all like, I killed 500 people and I kicked that grenade and the world exploded and I saved everybody. And that one, he's just like Desmond. He's like, I'm not going to kill anybody, but I'm going to save the day. And it's just really cool. So uh, like Vash would say, love and peace, man. Love and peace. Katie. Um, Andrew Garfield acted the hell out of this. <laughs> and wartime medics do not get enough credit. Nope. This is, I've watched a lot of military films or war films in or MASH. Life. And there are not very many that focus on wartime medics. Some films will, specifically World War II films, um, are pretty good about always having a medic within the company, within the the small unit that the movie is about. But they're never like the focus of the movie and their training or the things that they do aren't ever really 
they don't ever really go into detail. It's just like people getting hurt and yelling medic and that's it. Like that's all you ever see in most war films. Yeah. So getting a chance to see this and really see what he had to do, like the tourniquets, the bandages, the morphine that he was doing, like there was a moment where he even like tried to help um, a Japanese soldier. And like they said, he even sent down a few Japanese soldiers like over the ridge to get help, like to go to the med tents because yeah. it's just like they're still alive and they're people like no one's paying attention to them. Like they, they need to be helped. It was so fucking cool. Like yeah. I want more stories that are like job specific. Yeah. I guess. Um, for different things that happen in the wars, especially especially World War II, because we have seen like the the private, like the singular soldier and his yeah. his thing over and over and over again. I love this idea that he that the character like his goal was to be a medic, and then he was a fucking medic, and we got to see him be a medic through the end part of the film. Like, yeah, that's great, uh, Emma. Okay. Father struggles with loss as sons enlist. Yup. And uh, please, Lord, help me get one more. That sentence, that fucked me up so hard when I was watching this movie. His his hands are like shaking and they're all rope burnt and yeah, awful. Bloody. Oh, fuck. And then my two alliteratives, Doss doesn't ditch, does duty despite deluge. And then religious rifleman refuses rifle, relentlessly rope rescues. Fantastic. That was really good. Okay. This film came out November 4th, 2016. Uh, What do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Budget. Uh, $50 million dues. Not bad. Emma? I wrote the same thing, so I'm going to say $51 dues. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you both went over, but Katie was closest. Uh, the, budget, the budget was $40 million. <laughs> Next time I'm going to say 49 That's incredible, but kind of not surprising it's that not it was that so many low. different scenes on yeah well, they're, they're not in that many different places and the cast isn't that stacked for a yeah. war film this one is not as stacked as a lot of other war films are well no you're right i mean there's a lot of recognizable faces which i think is what they were going for but it wasn't like you know hugh jackman nicole kidman fucking mel gibson putting himself in this movie or whatever else yeah it was just like here's andrew garfield and he's the main character and then like here's vince vaughn and he's kind of a main character yeah here's sam worthington you're gonna see him for like a minute here's hugo weaving you're gonna see him for a few minutes that's it yeah pretty (laughs) much else is like i don't know who any of these people are but cool <laughs> and a lot of other war films especially recent films is like um no here's like the one like the super main character like the brad pitt let's say in glorious bastards here's brad pitt and then everyone else has like been involved in marvel and done all these other things like every person around brad pitt is also really fucking famous yeah <laughs> uh yeah 
this was not that. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Mm, what did I say? Um, $200 dues. Emma? $175 dues. So Emma is closer. The box office was $180 million. Oh, very close. Yeah. So uh, let me see. The reviews of it, uh, reception. So this movie opened alongside Doctor Strange and Trolls. So wow. it had uh, two movies I've seen a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, it, it had a pretty good fight it had to do. But I mean, it did good. And from all the reviews I see, people say that the movie is absolutely amazing. It's going to be on top 10 list of 2016 and probably going to be movies that people talk about for, from now on. Uh, a lot of people said, good job, Mel Gibson. Just don't be a bigot. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the only bad thing about this film is that it's fucking done by yeah. Mel Gibson. Like fuck, like you did great, bud. Just, just don't, do just don't talk. <laughs> You'll be amazing. Right? So, um, but no, it it was really, really good. Um, you know, Roger Ebert's group they gave it a two point five out of four, and but uh, just about everybody enjoyed it. It it won best film editing, <laughs> best sound mixing. And it was nominated for Best Picture, Director, Actor, Best Sound Editing at the Academy Awards. So uh, it got two, but I don't know what it went up against in 2016, but probably something that they weren't going to have a chance at. Some artsy fartsy bullshit. Yeah, but uh, war films actually really do get a pretty good They do do chip really in, well. But you know what beats war films? A fucking movie about slavery or uh, what yep. is or uh, the Academy Award movies are poop, but uh, they're good ones. They're good ones. But uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy not a lot about slavery with black people. But um, Black Panther one best costumes. Yeah, but I'm saying like best picture and stuff. Actor, the ones that every movie wants. They're like, hey, we had best actor of the year in our movie. You should watch it. Um, but no, everyone seemed to enjoy it. There's p- people that aren't the biggest fan about war films, and it's like, wow, that was really brutal, and there was you know scary scenes and stuff but i don't know i don't get upset about all the things in war movies because that shit's real so (laughs) so that movie went up against la la land (laughs) and hidden figures and moonlight and and that's the year where they fucked up at the academy awards and they said that la la land won but La La Land did not win, and it was nope. actually Moonlight that won. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Then Blade went up there. So they were walking out. Oh, yeah, oh, that so was a weird. That La La, La weird Land night. won a whole bunch at that specific Academy Awards, so that's probably why I would imagine. Yeah, being the only think, war film I don't out think, of everything else is good. You know, you're different, but. Yeah, they weren't winning anything against. Yeah, I don't think Andrew Garfield won against. Uh, I think he beat was beat out by um, Ryan Gosling. I think Ryan yeah. Gosling won for La La Land. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's tough, tough crowd. But Academy Award movies, it's it's usually tough shit. So um, yeah, I don't have anything else about Hex Bridge. Anybody got anything? Watch it. Yeah, it's a really really good movie. I liked it. Like I said, I'm not the biggest war fan uh after wally they're not all the same 
but I like the the special ones. They always make me happy. So yeah. this one was a special one. Oh, I lied. It was not Ryan Gosling. It was Casey Affleck who won what? fucking lead actor for Manchester no. by the Sea. Oh, good for him. I heard that that movie was actually incredible and I have yet to see it because all the reviews were like, you're gonna cry, you're gonna cry. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already crying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you have any other cool fun facts about war, hopefully they're not depressing, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email that is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh, we're going to keep going. We have a couple more war films and then uh yeah you'll just cough and then look away and look back and it'll be december and then you'll cough again and it'll be january so uh we'll get going <laughs> we have we have tons of different genres coming up and stuff you know december's all christmasy and scary christmasy so uh <laughs> yeah so stick with us uh we'll be back very soon with another war film okay bye guys <laughs>